This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 85. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. In fact, a very special Gold Coast, Queensland welcome to you all. I am standing 48 floors above the streets of Surfers Paradise. I'm here for the Australian Real Estate Conference and the launch, the much-anticipated and very exciting launch of Locked On Real Estate's Best Software, version 2. And... I'm about to be joined here on the coast. They're just uh, at the airport at the moment. They've just arrived. Aaron Shiner, Luke Newton, and Ian French. And uh, Luke's wife, Nat, is going to be joining us to add a little bit of glamour to the team. So very uh, excited to be meeting up with all my partners, whom I haven't seen for many months as I'm based in Canada. So if you'd like to keep up with what we're doing or... or check out what we're doing and share in some of the fun all you need to do is go to the top agents playbook facebook group so go to facebook log into your account and do a search three words top agents playbook it is a private group Uh, please make a request to join as soon as i see that i will let you through the gate so you can be part of the fun and excitement and everything that we're up to here so make sure you check that out So speaking of Facebook groups, one of the biggest changes I'm seeing in social media at the moment is the rise and rise of the Facebook group. There's a lot happening in that space. My guest today is an expert uh, with uh, Facebook groups, and he's using his own group as a vital component in his business. In fact, in a very short space of time, he's amassed almost 6,000 members, and he's about to share how he did it and why it works. I know that many agents are confused by this, I just need to mention that, and confused by exactly how to leverage the power of Facebook, but today's guest is more than qualified to show us how it's done. He describes himself as a coach who coaches coaches, and I'm very proud to call him my coach, and he's helped me with so many aspects of my business. So let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting Mark Morwini. Well, Mark, first off, can you tell us the difference between a Facebook group and a Facebook page? Yeah, that's a great question, Ray, because actually there's a lot of confusion out there between what is a group and what is a page, and things are getting mixed up. So the best analogy I can give is a Facebook fan page is kind of like that billboard by the side of the highway. And, you know, you can advertise things and cars will see it when they're driving by and stuff, but... You usually wouldn't get somebody hop out of their car, park by side of the road, and and talk to that billboard, right? No, and a Facebook, Facebook group is much different. It's almost like a community club or like a, it's a behind closed doors. There's four walls, and there's relationships being built inside there, and there's an expectation of a degree of privacy and so on. So it's almost like a club compared to a Facebook fan page, which is a little more broadcasting out there. I know there's some interaction that can happen, but in terms of, uh, I think, intera- interacting with your audience and with your people, then Facebook groups is the way to go. Yeah, cool. Okay, so when um, and and I've been I've been checking out. Just give us the name of your Facebook group now, please. Sure, my group is called the Coaching Jungle. Thank you for being uh-huh. in it. And if people yep. want to check it out, it's thecoachingjungle.com. Okay, so this is something where you actually need to apply. Well, 
you need to make a joining request. Tell us the difference around, from a marketing point of view, how does that actually work? Because I do the same thing with Top Agents Playbook, but I'm just keen to learn from your point of view. When when that request comes through, I see that, okay, Mark Mawinney has, has requested to join the group. Um, it, just explain, the, and, and then I say, yeah, uh, approved or whatever. Um, explain how, how that has more power than somebody just signing up for a regular page. Well, if you if you do it right with Facebook groups, you should be vetting the people coming through. So perfect yep. example, the other night I got a request to come into our group. And I have a, f- a few admins that help me as well. But I saw this request and the person was, for, I think it was part of like 3,150 groups or so. It was over 3,000. And right there, that's telling me that, hey, something's up with this guy because there's no way anyone can manage anywhere close to that uh, for a number of things. So you're going to run into spammers and people trying to get in that just aren't the right people for you and don't be afraid to vet. But the the reason why I think it's important that people request to join is that's showing a, a level of commitment uh, that they're willing to do this. And what you don't want to do is you don't want to just dump people in without their consent. So if I wanted to with you, I could have dumped you into the coaching jungle. I'd never do it because okay. I, I hate when people do it to me. But you never want to add someone to a group without their consent. So if they're coming into your group on their own accord and they're not being dumped in or kidnapped into there, then that's a pretty good sign. And it's a good start in the right direction. I mean, you have to do a lot of work inside the group to build up the relationship. But that's much better than just dumping someone in. Yeah, okay. And you've got um, in the description over on the right, and I'm going to post a link to, uh, uh, well, I guess if somebody's not in it, they're not going to see, are they? But I will, um, I'll do a, maybe do a screenshot. But um, over on the right, you've got, you've got kind of the rules, which I really like. You've got the rules of the jungle um, and, and you've got sort of three, what have you got? Four things there specifically that, um, that uh, like no live streaming, uh, number two, play nice, obviously, Num- number three, no spamming, um, no trying to sell your stuff and all of that sort of stuff, uh, and then no uplo- uploading files, etc. Then you've got your theme days. Explain how that works. Yeah, so I'm glad you mentioned about the rules because I think that's important. You don't want to have hundreds of rules, but you should have those basic ones that will keep the group running smoothly or you're going to lose some good people. The way just to interrupt, sorry, mm, Mark. Sure. Just and I, I should have mentioned this because I, I I meant to say it and I forgot. But you've said right at the start in caps. You've 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 explained the mission of the group, which I really like. There can be no confusion. And and in your case, you say welcome to the jungle. The number one rule of this group is to support one another as we build successful coaching businesses. So you've kind of laid it out right there, which which I really like. Yeah, so. you need a why, and I think there's too many groups out there that don't know why they're doing it. I guess it's like yep. any business, you know, why are you doing it, what's your mission? So that's a great point. What theme days are, theme days are really designed to get the conversation rolling, to get people engaged in the group. So what you can do with theme days, you could pick a different theme for different days. It doesn't have to be the way that I do it, but yeah, I have a theme for in our group for Mondays, you know, so we have goal setting Monday where people post what their goal is for the week. And then we have yep. survival tips Tuesday where they're naming an awesome tip for coaches to survive and thrive. And then Wednesdays, ask a question Wednesday and so on. Friday's a big day because that Friday there's a promotional thread called Promotion Friday. And that's yep, what I like that. Yeah, it, it gets that out of their system. People feel that, okay, here I can in this thread share what I'm selling or, you know, how I can monetize because everyone's in business. 
and then they're not feeling that urge to stick it up on the main wall the rest of the week because they know Friday's yeah, sure. coming up. So, and then the weekend we combine Saturday and Sunday, so we have a um, w- winning weekend where you list the win for the week in there. So those theme days are just designed to get the conversation rolling, and it's been interesting watching them here. The group's almost a year and a half old now. And just to look, for example, Promotion Friday, when we first started, that might have gotten 10, maybe 10 people posting in on that thread, if, if that. Now there's 100 people posting their stuff there, and it's just constantly growing, going even through the week. There's people posting onto that thread. So it takes a little bit of time to build your group up, but if you're consistent with things, it's going to happen. Yeah, and then you go on, um, and I'm over on the right-hand column here again, you go on to, you promote your podcast, which is uh, Natural Born Coaches, and people can check that out, and please do it, naturalborncoaches.com, it's an awesome podcast, and Mark, I think you, am I right in saying you're getting towards your 500th episode? Yeah, as we're recording this, my 500th episode is released in about four days, so we've got Jill, oh, wow. yeah, Jill Stanton from Screw the 9 to 5 is our guest. Excellent, excellent. That's uh, you got a great name for your five hundredth show. That's cool. Yeah, that's and right. then you promote your secret coach club as well, which I'd suggest everybody check out. Um, can I ask you to put on your? Uh, you are a former real estate agent um, or realtor, as they're called here in North America. I actually hear people calling them realtor, and I look at that and I oh. I can't work out how they spell <laughs> that. Do you hear that every now yeah. and again? Um. I always, when I, back in the day, this was in, when I was young and dumb in my 20s, I was in real estate for about 10 years, and I always said real estate agent, and of course, um, they would prefer you say realtor, and the real, you know what the Canadian Real Estate Association's like, and all other ones around the world, they're really touchy about that, to put it in there for professionalism, but I found a lot of times people looked at me like I had two heads when I said realtor, so I just yeah. said real estate agent, yeah. you know, we're not going to get yeah. fancy here. <laughs> <laughs> So let me ask you to put on your 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 cap as a former real estate agent. Uh, firstly, is is starting a Facebook group a good idea for a real estate professional right now? I think it is. I mean, I think things like a fan page and also group are important. Uh, and I guess yeah, there's a couple ways that you could do it. But if I were still in the game of doing real estate, I would definitely have a Facebook group. And I'd probably invite in anybody that's interested in real estate, especially in my local market. But anything you could do is going to increase your credibility. And the other thing I would do is I would do a podcast, but a lot of people in real estate say, oh, why would I do a podcast? Because I'm in a market of, let's say, 10,000 people. Who's going to listen to it? Yeah. It doesn't matter if you have one listener. If you go to a listing appointment and you bring out some fancy stuff about your podcast, for all they know, you've got a million listeners. And suddenly yeah, totally. it, ele- it elevates you, puts you up on a different level. It gives you a heads up. If you're uh, if you're going up against four or five other agents for that listing, it's going to give you an advantage. And I think the Facebook group's the exact same way. So agents don't have time to spend 18 hours a day on Facebook with their group or so on, but they, there are ways that you could do it. I most definitely would have a group if I was still in real estate. Okay, cool. Yes, so would I. Uh, and I definitely have a podcast and I'm encouraging, as you are, everybody to get involved and, and, and get a podcast going because, um, boy, look look at the success you and I have uh, have enjoyed with, with getting our shows going and you've just now, you've got so much momentum. You've, you're moving towards 5,200 um, members in your in your uh, Facebook group, and you're you're building your your email list all the time. I mean, okay, you're in the you're in the professional coaching space, but I guess the the keyword, and I've just written down a note here, Mark. The keyword is really engagement. I guess mm. if we can keep our messages about um, 
about our local market. Uh, and and okay, let's let's use our real estate example again. If you can engage your local community and uh, start to attract people in your local community who are going to join your group, that's got to have some cut through pretty quickly, hasn't it? Well, definitely, because most agents are just phoning it in. At least when I was in the business, that's how it was. They just, um, they're a very conservative bunch. They don't want to try different things. So if you do some of these things with social media and stuff, then you're going to definitely stand out from the crowd. So most of them think, oh, I'll throw up a Facebook fan page and I'll get, you know, 200 likes and then that's all I have to do. And the bar is set extremely low. So anyone listening who's in real estate, start doing these things like Facebook groups or like you mentioned, Ray, a podcast, stuff like that. And it's it's just a huge advantage. I wish these things were around back when I was selling. I started selling back in 2000. That was the, the ancient times, you know, stone ages. Uh, we didn't have Facebook at the time, but I wish I had some of these tools back then because I would have put them to use. Yeah. Mark, what about, uh, back to engagement again, what are some of the things that, that uh, or some of the posts that you've done uh, in, in, in the coaching jungle uh, that have you know had super engagement because some will get a few likes or a few comments, but others can get dozens or even hundreds. Give us an idea of of the kind of thing or the kind of posts that you've used to uh, to really engage your market and you've had where you've had terrific uh, response. Well, asking questions, that's a big one. So if you ask yep. a question in your group, then you're going to get it. People love to answer questions. You could ask them Coke or Pepsi, you know, and you're going to get people wanting to give their two cents. So yep. you definitely want to ask questions. And you've got the most powerful marketing tool right at your fingertips, you know, in terms of market research. So you might as well put it to use and by asking your group questions, and that can spur engagement. Another thing is if I put up a controversial or polarizing post, in my world, in the coaching world, the one that always gets a lot of engagements if I talk about uh, give an opinion on certification, you know, coaching certifications or not, because yep. that's something that nobody's in the middle on. If you're a coach, you're either very pro certification, you have to do that, or you're, you're garbage, you're nothing, or the other side of it saying, hey, certifications are a waste of money and it's more about experience and about the person or whatever. So it's a lot like Donald Trump. You know, you ask anyone, hey, what do you think of Donald Trump? You get very few people in the middle saying, oh, I don't know, haven't decided yet. It's either people that just absolutely hate him, they want to wring his neck, or people that love and adore him. It's never anywhere yeah. in the middle. So polarizing posts are important. For the real estate world, a good example would probably be for sale by owners. <laughs> I know whenever yeah. you mention for sale by owners, agents, uh, their blood pressure rises. But uh, posts like that, like polarizing posts with things, try to step set yourself away from if 99% of your industry believes one way, if you can go to that 1% side, then that's very, very powerful because everyone's afraid to do that. And that's yeah. what I'd be doing if I was in real estate. I'd say, hey, I'm going to polarize. I'm not going to worry about appealing to my whole marketplace because it's not going to happen. And I'm going to put out strong opinions and see what happens. Yeah. One thing I'm seeing a lot of, market increasingly, or not, not a lot of, I, sh I should say, but um, I'm starting to see more of it, is real estate agents... Uh, really engaging um, local business owners and and community members who who might who might have some notoriety. Somebody wins the local karate um, competition, or somebody wins a flower or a baking competition, or something like that. And when they promote them on their page, that gets shared, and suddenly uh, the the uh, on their group. I'm sorry, and suddenly the group, the Facebook group mm -hmm. owner, is is uh, being exposed to people that they wouldn't have otherwise 
been exposed to before. Have you had any success with that? No, and the only reason I haven't is I'm not really plugged into my local marketplace because my my potential clients are coaches, and I do all my business online. So I'm in the East Coast. And your market is global. Yeah, that's right. I'm on the East Coast of yeah. Canada, so my clients are mostly in the U.S. There's a handful in other parts of Canada or overseas. I've got a few in the U.K. and, and Dubai, of all places. So if I were in a local business, so that's definitely a, a great strategy. So for real estate where they're playing in the same – marketplace then i would definitely be out there i think the more that you can do to get out there the better and yeah. also don't be afraid to i think real estate agents are a lot like coaches are afraid to look salesy at times they're or self-promotional yep. you gotta it's so noisy out there online and stuff that you have to be out there you probably have to post five ten times what you're currently posting just to cut through all that noise and i think a lot of agents are like coaches that they're they've got one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake and then that's hurting their efforts yeah, totally. Um, you you posted something recently in the last 24 hours that I really liked. Uh, I think you did it on your personal wall uh, as well as in your group. And you told the story just quickly about um, somebody who'd come on board as a, as a coaching client uh, and that relationship started back in May 2009. So um, just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, actually, there's someone that bought my, my face. I have a program around Facebook groups. And it's a person that just bought it, oh, about a month ago or so. And I was looking through our Facebook thread, and you can see friends since, you know, and uh, it said friends since May 2009. Now, we hadn't talked much, you know, in the years in between, but now he's coming around to becoming a customer uh, customer of mine here eight years later. (laughs) And I was just blown, blown away by it. So I think a lot of people coaching and real estate want that quick sale. If it doesn't happen right away, then they lose patience and they move on to the next one. But the contacts that you're making now are going to end up being sales in 2021 or 2022 for you. Just you got to plant enough seeds now that some of them are going to bloom by then. So that's yeah, where it's, that, um, it's like prospecting. it's working the numbers, isn't it? It is, yeah, and uh, you can't put all your eggs in one basket that you're depending on just a few potential prospects. Just get out there and spread as many seeds as possible. Yeah, yeah. What about, what about um, see, the, the, the issue that many people have with Facebook, and I'm sure you and I have it as well, it's great for engaging, but if Ray Wood is a member, you, you, or if I, if I join your Facebook, your Facebook group, you don't actually have my name and email. So... You could message me, I guess, or you could you could write something up here, but you don't actually get you, hmm. you don't actually get that opportunity to do a one on one connection with a, with an email. So there needs to be there needs to be a second step here. You've got a couple of second steps. You've got a newsletter or something that people can sign up for. You've got um, you've got your uh, secret coach club, and you've also got your podcast. So, and I do a similar thing. So. Um, you've got a number of ways that you can uh, take people to the next level and and take the relationship to the next level, I guess. Yeah, I'm all about making sure you've got enough baskets. You're not putting all your eggs in one of them because if you're relying on just one thing and then it tips over, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> so yeah. I uh, yeah. right now I have probably five or six baskets that I have there. And then as time goes on, like you mentioned, Secret Coach Club, that's my newsletter – more and more time and efforts being focused in there. That's a really big part of my business, but it doesn't mean I'm suddenly going to forget the other ones either. So definitely get more than that for real estate agents. I mean, you're, it could be cases where 
you're not just on Facebook, but maybe you get into some of the other stuff like Instagram, you know, where that's big on pictures where you're doing listings and stuff or you get onto one of the other social media channels and definitely have a real an email list as well. I'd venture guess to say most agents don't have an email list if I had to guess and, and you want to have that. But uh, we could talk all day about email. I'm a big fan of daily emails. Like, you, you know how I am <laughs> with that. Yep, I, yep, I email daily. Yeah, I, I've been emailing daily for over a year now for my list, and that's what I'd be doing as an agent as well. Yeah, it's and, well, your content's really good. Uh, you've got a couple of things in your favor. Your content's really good and you can write. And you and maybe number three, you're disciplined and you. I notice you're, you're up. Do you, do you do it early first thing in the morning or do you do it the night before? Um. That depends how busy my week's going. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Um, usually it's the night before, but sometimes I'm I'm up early anyway, so I'll sometimes get it done. It doesn't go out till seven thirty a.m. Eastern time, usually in the morning. So I have a few hours there if I need to do it in the morning. And then there's sometimes I get four or five days ahead, you know, and then I get a bit of a uh, get some in the oven there just in case. But usually it's the night before. I like them to be fresh. I wouldn't want to some some people say oh I'm going to write emails for the next 3 months or 6 months and then relax. I wouldn't want to do that because I'm going to be a different person doing different things in my business in 6 months time. So I'd like to keep it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Um let me let me change gears now just quickly and and we'll move towards finishing up, but uh uh, as far as working from Rome goes, you're you're based in 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 Moncton in in eastern Canada, and uh, how long have you been? Just give us a quick refresher on on uh, on how long you've been uh, operating your your coaching business up there. Uh, well, I'm in my fourth year now, so I started at the beginning of 2014. So it's four years. It feels like 14 years uh, with the way things yeah. have gone, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, been four years. And and you're using a number of different methods to grow your business. You've got products for sale, and you've got your your coaching uh, packages as well. You got her. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Well, mate, it's been great to catch up. Great to chat. Uh, always good to chat. And you've always got some fresh uh, fresh uh, information and and things to give us. So um, I'm going to suggest that uh, people check out if, if if you're cool with it. I'd love to give the uh, the, the name of your group, you just quick simply do a search for the Coaching Jungle in Facebook, and you'll you'll see how Mark's um, Mark's running his page. And I'd suggest that you uh, apply to join or make a join request because you'll get Mark's emails. You'll see the you'll see the information I'm talking about on the right, and it's just such a such a successful formula that Mark's working very very well. Thanks so much for your time, mate. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Ray. You're welcome. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly sponsored by Locked On, real estate's best software. For show notes from this episode, free downloads, your Locked On Discount for Life link, and Ray's blog, head over to topagentsplaybook.com.